It's time for the Tom Sumner Program. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Theme music is Fruit of the Louvre, provided by Flick composer-producer Howard Eddy. Stay tuned, because it's on now. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. The Tom Sumner Program. Here's your host. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through it. From Amari, Christian, Skyler, Caitlin, Nolade, Jordan, Antonio, Eddie, and the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Tom Sumner, your host. And Friday it is. Coming up during the third half of our three-hour tour, we're going to talk about generators. No, it's not a musical band. We're going to talk about actual generators with the um, president and CEO of uh, Outdoor Power Equipment Institute, Chris Kaiser, is going to talk about some safety tips. You know, we're looking... uh, you know, winter is upon us, and we could see some some bad weather and power outages, and uh, people may be buying generators to try and get through some of those power outages and so on. Anyway, he has some interesting tips about how to safely use uh, gener- generators uh, during winter power outages or, or any other power outages, I suppose. But he talks about some outdoor... Uh, winter equipment, snow blowers, and other things. But mostly we'll talk about generators. And um, this is kind of going to be sort of a home improvement uh, version of the Tom Sumner program. Uh, 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 to quote Tim uh, Allen. <laughs> we might squeeze some Tim Allen in today, too. Um, but uh, we're going to talk with the uh, home improvement guru, co-host of the National... Uh, syndicated home improvement radio program and podcast the money pit and author of my home my money pit your guide to every home improvement adventure tom kreitler joins us during the second hour of our three-hour tour known as uh, the tom sumner program but first we're going to talk uh well it's it's still a week 
It's a week from today is uh, Christmas Day. We, of course, we have some, some specials, uh, all Christmas music for Christmas Eve. We're going to replay the Thanksgiving show, which was our kickoff to the holiday season. But it was all Christmas music, so why not let that be your Christmas Eve soundtrack? But on Christmas Day, we're going to do something a little different. and We're going to go in memoriam. Brendan Beery and I did a, a, we had a conversation uh, shortly after Ruth Bader uh, Ginsburg the Supreme Court Justice uh, passed away, and we're going to have uh, that interview with uh, Brendan Beery, but uh, also a couple of uh, in memoriam uh, people, high-profile people who were guests on the show at one time or another and uh, passed away during this, this last year, Carl Reiner and Mary Higgins Clark. But coming up next, since it is uh, just a week until Christmas, some last-minute Christmas shopping tips. And uh, that should be uh, helpful to any of you like me who tend to leave things until the last minute. And we'll be talking with Janet Alvarez and uh, John Sellers. John Sellers from Bank of America. Janet Alvarez, uh, a a TV radio uh, financial uh, analyst and guide anyway that's coming up just right straight ahead so stay tuned and welcome back everybody this is the tom sumner program and uh this is going to be a uh, a christmas not like christmases of old it's going to be a little different during 2020 because of uh COVID-19 and uh, uh, people are going to be looking for new ways to celebrate and even to shop and here to talk about that and uh, share some some tips and some suggestions is uh, Wisebread Executive Editor and CNBC contributor Janet Alvarez. Janet, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And also uh, joining me by phone from Bank of America, their rewards executive, John Sellers. John, welcome to you as well. Thanks, Tom. Great to be here. Okay. Um, who, who wants to tackle this first? How, how is uh, COVID-19 impacting the way people celebrate and shop? So certainly this year has been one full of unexpected changes. And one of the consequences of that has been that we've been shopping a lot more online. Shopping online, though, makes things a little different. Um, Because of COVID-19, there tend to be longer shipping times. So we have to plan around that. We have to plan to purchase ahead of time in case shipping times are longer. And we're also finding some bottlenecks in certain product categories. So we have to be aware of where there might be bottlenecks, what sorts of products to prioritize, and, and how to think about shopping in advance so that we can remove the stress from the holiday season and focus on what's really important. And I, I, I want to unpack that just a, a little bit more because with more shopping online, that means shipping. And in uh, Christmas's past, People have done their holiday shopping, even the ones who did it online, and had things shipped home or to their own homes because they were planning to be out and get together with other people. People are going to be doing a little bit less of that getting together with people. Is that a good is it a good idea for people to maybe arrange to ship gifts directly to 
the uh, intended recipient? Yes, I think it certainly can be. Another thing to keep in mind is that it's not just gifts, so we also have to think about things like cards. E-cards might also make more sense, or if you're sending traditional cards, planning in advance again so that there's more time to ship them. Yeah, I just I just went through that. I just sent a bunch out uh, over the Thanksgiving weekend. Um, John, um, what exactly can people look for or should people be looking for in terms of rewards um, when they make their purchases? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I think um, the most important thing to do, Tom, is I would say is to layer your rewards, all of your rewards options together. So think about combining all your you know, retailer rewards, apps, credit cards, bank loyalty programs to sort of maximize your savings, right? So layer one, and it's really important to have <clears throat> a rewards credit card that aligns to your spending habits. So Bank of America has a cash rewards card <clears throat> that is offers 3% cash back on your choice of six different categories, including online shopping, which is obviously great for the holiday season. Second layer, <clears throat> and our research tells us a lot of people are leaving rewards on the table here, is joining a bank loyalty program like Preferred Rewards at Bank of America. Not only does it give you sort of a, a suite of benefits across banking and investment products, but it also gives you a bonus on your credit cards of between 25 and 75%. So what that means is back to that Bank of America cash rewards card, that 3% on online shopping can actually turn up to 5.25% back on online shopping. And then the third layer would be from your bank, Often they're offering discounts at different merchants or, re or uh, restaurants or service companies. You know, we have something called bank deals, and you can take advantage of that as well. And then outside of the bank, don't forget about all the merchant rewards that are out there. So I, what I recommend is, is think about where you're going to spend. Take a look at those uh, merchants and see if they have a loyalty program. So, for example, <clears throat> Target or Best Buy. They have loyalty programs, and essentially they're giving you 1% back on the purchase, and that's, that's really just a no-brainer. And then lastly, there's online apps that are out there, and these can give you cash back, or they can help you find online coupon codes. Um, so honestly, Tom, when, when I'm making a purchase this holiday season, I'm at least getting rewarded at, at two different levels, and sometimes three or more. So if the listeners try to emulate that type of strategy, that's the way they can maximize their rewards and savings. Um, John, the um, when you talk about cashback rewards, and, and uh, of course we're, we're all familiar with uh, the fact that a lot of different cards offer that, but how does that actually work? It, it adds to the balance or... or um, cuts down what your cost is for that particular purchase? How does that yeah. actually work? Yeah, it, it doesn't actually cut the purchase price there at the point of sale or, you know, during your uh, checkout in the online experience. But what it does, it gives you cash back. So you're getting, in that in that case of the, the cash back card that I talked about, 3% or up to 525 if you're a preferred rewards member, you're getting that back in what we call dollars, right? And your dollars 
sits in essentially a bank, um, you know, within your credit card, and then you can choose to redeem that, you know, and put that into, uh, you know, your deposit account, your savings account. We can even put that into a 529 or investment account, or, you know, you could get a check, right? So you won't necessarily see that, you know, at the point of sale of the transaction, but it comes back to you in, you know, forms that you can use and, and you have access to. Um, Janet, uh, you were saying a, a couple of minutes ago that, uh, as a lot of people are predicting, that, that we're going to see a lot more online sales this year. Does it then necessarily follow that we're going to see a lot less foot traffic at uh, uh, retailers? Yes, that does potentially mean there will be less foot traffic at retailers, but we can also think about that as a wonderful opportunity as, as consumers and as families to save and to take advantage of a lot of these wonderful strategies <clears throat> that John was just talking about. Um, it's a great opportunity, for example, because we're going to be shopping online to, to look online for leaked holiday sales ads. Um, that'll give us the inside scoop on sales. It's a great time, too, to think about emails and social media posts from previous years that we might have gotten from our previous from our favorite retailers, uh, they might include inside scoops again on how to get the best deals. And we can also think about using price trackers. Um, there are a number of wonderful price trackers available now that can alert us to the best prices across retailers for our desired goods. And as John was mentioning, it's a wonderful opportunity to take advantage of the rewards offered by your cash rewards card. Um, it's a wonderful opportunity to switch your reward for the month to online shopping, for example, so you can maximize your rewards in that category for the month. So really, just because there's less foot traffic doesn't mean we can enjoy shopping any less or that the season will be any less festive in regards to gift giving. It can be just as rewarding, just as enjoyable, and we can find lots of wonderful opportunities to save money as well. Is there um, technology and, and uh, apps that people should be availing themselves of as we move toward what many are calling a new normal? Yeah, I'll take that, Tom. I would say, yeah. you know, one of the great things that, that we have at Bank of America is we have something called My Rewards, which is uh, in our Bank of America app. Um, it's uh, all your rewards in one place, right? So if you're carrying around, you can you can go to My Rewards and you can see you know, you can see your credit card rewards. You can see what uh, what preferred rewards offer you offers you, and you can also see Bank America deals and the different retailer offers um, that are out there. So that's really convenient um, for our clients to have. And the other thing I mentioned, you know, there are apps out there. And if you just, you know, if you go to Google or whatever and you type, uh, you know, cashback shopping or things like that, you'll see apps that pop up. Um, that can help you with those things that I mentioned, like coupon codes or other cash back. You know, some of them require a little bit of work, maybe downloading an extension or uh, uploading a receipt afterwards. But, um, you know, certainly that, that phone is, is super powerful. And um, using that, um, you know, to, to help uh, maximize your rewards is, is, is very helpful. More with Janet Alvarez from Wisebread and uh, John Sellers from Bank of America. Straight ahead.
Hello out there, everybody. It's me, Tigger. T-I-double-G-R. That spells Tigger. And don't forget to remember to listen to Tom Sumner program on account of because he's so bouncy. <laughs> I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Hey, this is Tom. Most of the music you hear on the Tom Sumner program is provided by local artists. Tune in Fridays for live music and conversation with some of the area's most talented singers, songwriters, and performers. Hi, this is Greg Nagy. Hey, this is Hoppa. Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions. Hi, this is Alexander Zonjic. Hi, this is Mark Farner. This is Maurice Davis. Hi, this is Rochelle Ray. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T. Hey, this is Steve from the Nashville office. I'm Gwen Pennyman Hemphill. The Tom Sumner Program, celebrating the rich talent pool from Flint, Genesee County, and throughout Michigan. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology, engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology.
The Tom Sumner Program.com. The Tom Sumner Program.com. From Alicia, Elena, Gabriella, Erica, and the Tom Sumner Program. More with Janet Alvarez from Wisebread and uh, John Sellers from Bank of America. Straight ahead. And, and Janet, um, what do what can people do? Uh, who want to support small and local businesses. Um, are, are the smaller businesses and, and uh, local outlets through this pandemic, are they making themselves more available online? They are. So social media is a wonderful place to start. You can certainly look up any of your favorite local businesses on social media, and they're likely to have a Facebook page or a Twitter feed on which you can follow them, and they'll alert you to their holiday deals. Um, if you're also talking about local restaurants, um, they um, are tending to have a much more prominent social media and online presence now as well. In general, what I would say is we're all turning to digital. We're all turning to online. We're all turning to mobile this year for the holidays. And the same is true for small businesses. So I certainly advocate supporting your local small businesses. Um, it's, they certainly need it, and the holidays are a wonderful time to, to share with them as well, uh, and take advantage of all of the online communications that are made possible this year to, to keep in touch with your local small businesses and, and help patronize them. As uh, uh, Janet, as people turn more to online, um, will they still be spending as much this holiday season, or will the pandemic drive down holiday spending a little? So thus far, I haven't seen any indication or any research to suggest that there's going to be any significant decline in spending. In fact, some analysts suggest that there might actually be an increase in spending because of the ease of purchasing online. So no, I think that even though this holiday season may be a little different than seasons prior, it shouldn't impact shopping, the total amount spent on holiday shopping significantly. In fact, we might be pleasantly surprised at the end of the day. And how can people protect themselves from... uh... Uh, maybe going crazy a little bit because of the ease of online shopping. Yeah. Uh, what I would say for that one, Tom, you know, it's it's more important to have a plan uh, for holiday shopping than ever, right? Especially with all the different holiday sales going on. We, we've moved well beyond Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and they're going to happen throughout the season. Um, you know, <clears throat> our research tells us that of Americans admit to overspending during the holiday season. So if you're someone like me and you're trying to stick to a budget this season, I really recommend two simple things. One is create a list, right? Think about all the things that you need to buy. This will help you avoid all those impulse buys. And second, have a budget that you're sticking to for each item. You know, that's going to help you overspend. You or help you avoid overspending, right? You might have to go a little bit over on some, but under on others. But at the end of the day, 
if you kind of hold to those simple kind of things, Tom, I think it'll help keep folks in check this holiday season. John, is there a um, a resource, a, a, a one-stop shopping place for people to uh, look at Bank of America and, and other credit card uh, offers for rewards? Yeah, well, certainly you can go to bankofamerica.com um, and look at, um, you know, all the things that we've been talking about, cash rewards, our cash rewards card, which I mentioned has the 3% on online shopping. You can, you can take a look at our other products there, premium rewards, um, as well as our travel rewards product. Um, and then, you know, I think if you just, there, there's plenty of sites that you can go out there and kind of uh, take a look at the, you know, the overall credit card landscape. If you go to Google and you type in credit cards, you'll get a, uh, you know, a, a listing of a, a bunch of different spots. So it's, it, it's really easy to do that if you want to do that. Uh, Janet, what are some ways that people will be uh, commemorating the holiday this year and and celebrating both on a on a personal level, but but also in a business sense. Uh, everybody always loves to make fun of the the annual office Christmas party. Um, how are those things going to be different this year? So I think many of us who work in corporate America have already seen the rise of things like um, virtual happy hours and virtual <laughs> get-togethers with coworkers that I think are going to be much more popular um, as the holiday season progresses. But more importantly, with family, I think people are already starting to imagine creative um, alternatives to their family traditions. So, for example, in my family, we like to go Christmas caroling. Unfortunately, this year that's not going to be possible, but we are going to be able to sing Christmas carols together over, over Zoom or, or other similar web technologies. So just because we're not able to meet in person doesn't mean we're not able to enjoy many of the same traditions we have historically. A, a local, uh, Janet, um, John, you'll get a kick out of this too, a local car dealer in uh, uh, the Flint, Michigan area, um, recently had a uh, drive-through Christmas party, and they had uh, you know Santa Claus and gifts for people's kids, and people would drive through the the um, the garage, and uh, you know stop, and they just lined up in in cars and drove through and and celebrated uh, and had their Christmas party that way. So, so yes, there are lots of wonderful ways to enjoy family and enjoy tradition and, and really make the most of the holiday season and, and not give up on the things that really mean the most to us. And we're seeing this wonderful flourishing of people becoming creative and ways to enjoy the holiday season and share that festive spirit with one another, um, despite the unusual circumstances we're facing this year. What about the... Uh the new year how are things going to be you know we keep hearing and mentioned the phrase a little bit ago the new normal um what is the new normal going to look like in 2021 um you know we're hearing about vaccines and of course there there will be you know all of that and a lot of people are saying they want to get back to normal but things are not going to get back to normal right away i don't think what what are your thoughts janet 
So I think we're forming new traditions. We're forming new ways of working. We're forming new ways of collaborating or relating to one another. Um, certainly, remote technologies are here to stay. Um, certainly, flexible payments, online shopping, um, alternative payment methods, all of these things are facilitating uh, a new era for us that will enable us to, to collaborate, to share, to enjoy one another's presence, to work, to shop, um, without necessarily needing to run errands physically. Um, that, I think, for the most part, will be a good thing. It will be a good thing for businesses that will have a broader reach and will be able to reach larger audiences and more consumers across wider geographical distributions. It will be a good thing for consumers who can choose from numerous new ways to pay, numerous new ways to enjoy rewards and cash back, and also numerous new ways to, to interact with retailers, to interact with loved ones, and to interact with coworkers. Um, and this um, pandemic, has it uh, become, uh, has this sort of awakened the mother of invention or has it accelerated trends that were already happening with, say, for example, online shopping and remote uh, work? John, would you like to take that one? Yeah, I'll take that one. I, I think it's definitely accelerated it. You know, I mean, <clears throat> you know, our research shows that online shopping has continued to grow in prominence. I think, obviously, we're, we expect a really big jump this year. And I think, you know, much of the virtual workplaces has also, um, you know, been growing in popularity to a lot of the points that that, that, um, that Janet had mentioned, Tom. Uh, is this um, acceleration, uh, Janet, is this going to be a one-off, or do we think uh, that, that some of these um, new uh, ways of doing things will be part of the new normal? I think they will be part of the new normal. I think what history has taught us is that, that periods of unusual circumstances, um, the last one in recent memory or in the last century perhaps being World War II, generated a flurry of new inventions, new ways of living. Um, it ushered women into the workforce. Uh, it started the space program, which launched a number of inventions. And so I think that these times of challenge are also times of opportunity, times to, to rethink the way we live, times to become ingenious and find creative new solutions. And I think a lot of these will become permanent fixtures and will sort of accelerate the innovation that we experience as consumers. John, are people going to be, um, I don't know, changing their their spending behavior in the new year and and how how they interact with their banks? Well, I think, um, <clears throat> you know, certainly we've already been on a, a trajectory of increasing kind of the digital interaction with your bank, right? And, and we've continued to see that accelerate, and I think we'll see that continue in the new year. You know, banks <clears throat> continue to bring out new and better tools, right, to uh, to – you know, help you uh, bank online and with your mobile phone. And I think you'll just continue to see that. And, you know, it, it's really convenient, right, because that phone there is really, uh, you know, a bank in the, in the palm of your hands. You can do almost everything on that, not just banking, but also at Bank of America, you can invest through Merrill there right in the palm of your hand. So, um, you know, there's really uh, not too much of a need 
to um, to go into branches, and and uh, so you can do most of that. And what we have, we sort of we we call our strategy high tech, high touch, right? So the high tech is we have customized solutions um, right there in the palm of your hand in our mobile app, where you can bank at a personal level, right? Deposits, um, uh, you know, um, uh, credit card rewards. It's all there, right for you, and and you can see things instantaneously, right? And then high touch, we still have this uh, this crew of specialists that are out there, financial professionals, and you can get a hold of them, and you can do it on your mobile app, right? You can set up a call, you can set up a virtual appointment, right? You can set up an in-person appointment if that's what you want to do, but you can go there and get that advice um, uh, from a high touch perspective whenever you need it. Are older Americans uh, making the adjustment, Who uh, people who maybe weren't all that tech-savvy back in March when things started shutting down and we started doing more communicating uh, online? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, you know, surprisingly, a lot of older individuals are very tech-savvy, um, but I think certainly the health crisis has sort of uh, you know, accelerated that for many. Um, so absolutely, we're seeing folks that, uh, you know, haven't been, um, you know, involved in the digital space, get into it. We're also trying to make it easy and, uh, you know, provide tutorials and, and uh, you know, simple kind of uh, instructions on how to do things. Um, Janet, anything you'd like to add to that? Yeah, I think just anecdotally, I've been so pleasantly surprised with the way older relatives in my family have adopted new technologies. And certainly I think it's something that we see in online spending patterns. Um, You wouldn't see online spending growing as much if it were only certain sectors of the population. So certainly older Americans have become involved. Older Americans have adopted technologies at a faster pace. And I think this is a good thing. I think that this will make life easier and more productive for Americans of all age groups, even once we do reach that new normal that you mentioned earlier. I, I, John mentioned a moment ago about uh, people going into banks, and um, I've I've always been kind of slow to do things online. I I like going to the post office and going to the bank and voting in person, and and so I've been adjusting to these things um, as a lot of people have. Um, and and I just uh, wonder if we uh, if if we've seen um, older Americans uh, all of a sudden uh, say, well, you know, I I always wanted to do it this way, but you know, I have to do it this way. So they make the effort to to get more technologically savvy. I saw something uh, at at my credit union. They have a um, you can pull into the drive-through. And the teller comes up on the screen. So you actually interact. It feels like you're interacting with a person, which I thought was uh, um, a really nice accommodation. Yeah, yeah. And I'll say, Tom, one of the cool things that we do, too, is we do, we do these personalized videos for our, for our preferred rewards members. And, you know, what it does, it, it tells you, you know, in, in a – in a, in a video, all the rewards that you've taken advantage of over the last year where you've saved money and where you can maybe think about saving more money next year. 
and when we, we engage our clients in that, we see, you know, our, our more mature individuals have, they have the most engagement with that. They have the highest open rates, the, high, the most, like, click-through, time spent on the video, et cetera. So there's definitely an interest there, um, and I think it continues to grow. Um, Janet, can you, um, I, I mentioned in the introduction that you're the executive editor of uh, Wisebread. Can, can you just kind of explain a little bit for our listeners what Wisebread is? Yes, absolutely. So Wisebread um, has been one of the longest-lived personal finance blogs, and it's also a wonderful resource to learn how to live your best life um, on less. So it's a great place to learn about how to manage your finances, how to select credit cards and other financial tools that will maximize your rewards, and, and really how to live your best life within your budget and, and to, to reach beyond any current financial limitations that you feel and, and lead your best financial life. And, John, what does, um, what does a rewards executive do when they're not on the radio talking about rewards? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I live my life to, so I'm, you know, I have uh, three kids, right? Um, uh, one in college, two in high school. Um, in fact, we just kicked off our holiday season this year with uh, one of our existing traditions. We watched uh, my favorite uh, uh, Christmas vacation, National Olympians Christmas vacation, and uh, we also watched Polar Express. Um, so I like, to, I like spending time with my family and friends. You know, I, I love playing. I'm an avid tennis player. Uh, I'm, I'm a blood donor here as well. And, and um, you know, I just I, I like to stay in, stay in, you know, stay healthy, stay in shape, jog a little bit, that kind of stuff. Uh, Janet, the, um, as, as things change, what are going to be, what, what is the future of employment and, um, and, and trends with regard to uh, products that are going to do well going forward? Right. So in regards to employment, I think remote work is here to stay. Though not all of us will necessarily work remote full-time, we'll certainly see an increase in that. Um, and so any and all technologies that facilitate remote work, such as video conferencing tools, collaboration tools, um, and any tools that allow us to work remotely, uh, will increase. We can also think about the flexibility that that gives us in job searching, however. So no longer are we limited to jobs in our geographical area, but we can think about the job market as being the whole country and depending upon your industry, um, being an international job market as well. So I think for workers, that potentially heralds an era of new opportunity, new flexibility. We can think about lower place, lower cost places to live, and and it gives us more flexibility. Well, we're we're almost out of time, and and there's uh, always lots to talk about. Um, Janet, John, do do either or both of you have any any final thoughts you'd like to share with listeners? Um. Just, you know, since we're moving into the year ahead, I would just say now's the perfect time to start thinking about those goals for next year. Um, you know, think about start, I think, building up your savings is a, is a great goal. A couple things that I might suggest is setting up a, a, a direct deposit, right, into an account that you would, you know, 
um, either an investment or savings account that you're not going to use unless there's emergencies, and then take a deep dive into all those monthly billing statements that you have, right? Do you really need all those streaming services, those memberships, et cetera? Um, because at the end of the day, you know, building up your savings, it's not only going to improve your financial health, but you also provide you opportunities for perks and rewards, right? And, and at Bank of America, once you get to the 20000 threshold, which can be deposits and or investments, right, old 401Ks, et cetera, that's when you can become eligible for uh, preferred rewards, which gives you those suite of benefits, you know, across your whole banking and investment uh, product set. So you're talking about credit cards, home loans, autos, investments. And that can really help not only with your short-term goals, but also your long-term goals. Janet, any final thoughts? Yes, I think that despite the unusual circumstances we've faced this year, um, there's always opportunity and there's always so much to be grateful for. So as we look toward this holiday season and as we look toward 2021, we should think about opportunities to live our lives in in a richer fashion using the wonderful new resources that we have available to us. Well, I've been talking with uh, Wisebread Executive Editor and CNBC contributor Janet Alvarez and uh, John Sellers from Bank of America. I want to thank you both for spending this time with me this morning. Thank you so much for having us. All right. Take care. And with that, we have more of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead. Well 
Hi, this is Joe By from the Blue Lions, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good tidings to you wherever you are. Good tidings for Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We wish you a Merry Christmas from the Tom Sumner Show. Oh, yeah. Hi, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. If you like talk radio that makes you think without telling you what to think, Check out our whole show weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com. Selected segments are also available on this and other radio stations, but you can hear us anytime. Daily editions of the Tom Sumner Program repeat online all day and night on the show's website. Past shows can be found in the website archives. My long-format interviews with New York Times best-selling authors, Photographers and writers from National Geographic, as well as artists, musicians, candidates, and elected officials are made possible by listeners like you. Support the Tom Sumner Program and Civilized Talk Radio. Visit our website at TomSumnerProgram.com and become a member. You can make a one-time gift or become a sustaining patron by taking the link to the Tom Sumner Program Patreon page. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County, where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods, and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses. And where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County. Where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at Michigan.org. no matter whose they are, can spread the germs of many common diseases. That's why I want you to realize how important it is to keep hands clean, to wash them regularly and always before meals with Life Boy, which not only removes dirt, but helps to remove germs. Teach the children this habit. Form it yourself. Always use Life Boy for hands and face as well as the bath. America, your children have an amazing superpower. That's right. They can help save lives by simply washing their hands. Just 20 seconds of thorough hand washing after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside can help fight against the dastardly spread of germs. Armed with only soap and water and hands, your superhero can protect you, your family, and everyone out there in America land. Amazing. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Hope. 
hold back once again to tell you it's better to have Pepsodent flowing over your teeth now than to have water running under your bridge later. From Haley, Alex, Alexis, help! And the Tom Sumner Program. Ladies and gentlemen, in Philip Rapp's creation, The Bickersons! It's Christmas Eve, and the Bickersons have not retired. Mrs. Bickerson is busy wrapping presents in the bedroom while husband John, exhausted as he is from the pre-holiday activity, puts the finishing touches to the tree, which stands proudly in the kitchen, the only other room in the Bickersons' small apartment. Listen. John? John? Will you bring the scissors, please? John? What is he doing in there? Oh, no. How can a man fall asleep on a ladder? I haven't got the heart to wake him. I'd better get him off of there. John? John! Oh, ow. What's, the, what's the matter, Blanche? What happened, huh? Oh, you poor dear. Did you hurt yourself? No, uh, no, I'm all right. How did I fall off that ladder? I must have fainted. Yes, dear, you were fainting like a log when I came. <laughs> Why, John? What? You never even touched your dinner. Not a morsel of it. I don't like the looks of it, Blanche. Oh, stop that talk. It's perfectly good food. You let it sit there on the kitchen table for hours getting cold. You want me to warm it up for you? No, just tell me what's on that big plate. Are you trying to be funny, John? I'm not trying to be funny, Blanche. What is it? You know very well I can only cook two things. Liver and rice pudding. Well, which one is that? How can you be so nasty on Christmas Eve, John? Blanche, I just asked you a civil question, that's all. I didn't think it was liver because your liver always looks like rubber heels. That stuff looks more like scrambled eggs, so I thought it might be rice pudding. Well, why don't you taste it and find out? I'm not hungry. That's why you're always tired, John. You don't eat enough. I eat plenty. Well, what did you have for lunch today? Well, you ought to know. You packed it for me. And listen, Blanche, I'm getting sick of carrying my lunch to the office in paper sacks. Why can't I go to a restaurant like the other fellas? John, what are you talking talking about. I haven't fixed your lunch for two years. Oh, Blanche, every morning of my life I find my lunch wrapped in brown paper on the side of the sink. Lunch? That's the kitchen scraps. How do you like that? No wonder I never have an appetite. Why do you do that to me, Blanche? Go on. Eat some dinner and finish trimming the tree. I don't want any dinner. I want to go to sleep. Aren't you going to finish the tree? I can do it in the morning. But, John, tomorrow morning is Christmas Day. I expect a lot of people to drop in. The butcher's coming, and the milkman is coming, and the... Listen, Blanche, I can't afford to give those guys presents. Why did you invite them over? I didn't invite them. They're coming here to collect their bills. Bills? What bills? I gave you money for the bills. Well, I had to buy presents, didn't I? 
My sister Clara sent me a package, and I had to get her something in return. No, you didn't. Nobody asked her to send you anything. Well, she did just the same. So I bought her a bottle of perfume. How much was that? Twenty-four dollars. Twenty-four dollars? Why nobody can carry that much perfume? It, it was only an ounce, silly. It's the latest perfume. Very daring. It's called. Perhaps. Perhaps for twenty-four dollars you should get positively. Don't be so crabby, John. We're not going to fight on Christmas Eve, no matter what happens. Remember, you promised. Okay. I'm not even going to get mad because you didn't send me a Christmas card. I did send you a Christmas card. It isn't necessary to make excuses or alibis, John. I'm going to forget it entirely. I don't have to make excuses. I did send you a Christmas card. I mailed it five days ago. John, you you promised you wouldn't shout. Well, then why are you goading me like this? You know I wouldn't say I sent you a Christmas card unless I had. I never received it. Well, then it got lost in the mail. <sighs> Heaven. All the other cards came in. That doesn't mean anything. One card can get lost, can't it? If you sent it. I did send it. I swear I sent it. Had a wonderful poem on it, a beautiful picture. It was trimmed with lace. Cost me a buck. All right, John. Well, you don't believe me. Let's not discuss it any more. Okay. But I hope you don't forget to send one next year. <sighs> What's the use? All right. So I didn't send you a card. That's all. Why didn't you just admit it before? There was nothing to admit. I just said I didn't send it to end the argument, but I really sent it. What did it say on it? Um, it said uh, "Merry Christmas to my love." That could be anybody. Let me finish. It said "Merry Christmas to my love, my wife, my life, my turtle dove. Life with you is great. It seems I love you more than pork and beans." You're only adding insult to injury, John. Well, how do I know what it said? I can't remember what. What's that laying on top of the newspaper? There it is. There's my card. Oh, so it is. See, you didn't have to get so excited after all. Oh, thank you, darling. It's a lovely card. Wear it in good health. Well, let's open the presents and then go to sleep. Well, how could you, John? You know we never open presents until Christmas morning. Besides, you haven't finished trimming the tree. All it needs is a string of lights. One of the bulbs is blown. That kills the whole string. Well, can't you buy a bulb? The stores aren't open now. What time is it? Five past twelve. Well, that's good. It's Christmas Day. Let's open presents. You didn't even hang up your stocking. I haven't got one that would hold anything. They look like lace curtains. Come on, let's open the presents, Blanche. Come on, huh? Oh, all right. Say we haven't got very many this year, have we? Oh, who's this from? That's from Leo Goosby. It's amazing how you went to the one shaped like a bottle. Oh, oh, is that what it is? I hope it's good stuff. Ah, mm, that's not bad at all. John, that's shampoo. Shampoo? Why that chiseler, two-bit Leo? What do I want with a bottle of shampoo? And to think, I threw out thirty-nine cents on a tie for him. What have you got there? It's another present for you. Oh, it's from your boss. No kidding. Gee, that's a big one. Oh, what is it, Blanche? A five-gallon can of lighter fluid. Well, that's fine. That's just what I need. I don't even own a lighter. Well, don't feel too bad, John. Maybe you can exchange it for something else. Last year, he sent me a bowling ball case. He must get these things in a rummage sale. I never heard of such presents. Here's one for me from Louise Shaw. Shoo, bet that's a dilly. 
Oh, Louise always sends something nice. Not expensive, but it usually comes in handy. Well, look at that. What is it? It's a polo score pad. Isn't that nice? That'll sure come in handy. Honest, Blanche, you've got the weirdest collection of friends. Is there anything else? Just our presents to each other. Why don't you look at what I got you first, and then you can show me what you got me. Now, close your eyes. I'll unveil it. All right. I hope you didn't spend too much, dear. I don't really want anything. Open your eyes. Blanche. Oh, Blanche, darling. That way, that's beautiful. That's a dream. A portable bar with a brass rail. Don't you think a kiss is in order, John? Oh, a million kisses. Well, stop <laughs> kissing the bar. I, I meant a kiss for me. Oh, I'm sorry, darling. It's it's just too good to be true. Oh, you're wonderful. Uh, Blanche, that must have cost a fortune. Now, John, don't get angry, but I sold my fur coat. You you sold your fur coat? I wanted you to have the bar, and I didn't have the money. You sold your coat, that beautiful fur coat that you bought yourself for my birthday, that gorgeous bald mink? I got $75 for it. The bar cost 85 Oh, Blanche, you sh- never should have sold that bald mink. It doesn't matter. I have a cloth coat, and I never get cold. Yeah, but you don't understand. Um, Open the present I got for you. I can't wait, John. Oh, a muff. A fur muff. Genuine plucked skunk. I had it made special to match that coat. It can hold two full quarts, and you sold the coat. Oh, well, what's the difference, darling? Someday you'll make a lot of money. And then you'll be able to get a coat that'll match the muff. I'm very happy, John. I know, but... uh, And you still have the gorgeous bar. That's just it. What's the matter? I sold all my bourbon to pay for the muff. That's great, isn't it? What a break for both of us. I think it's wonderful, John. What do you mean, Blanche? I've never been so happy in my life. We've both made a sacrifice... And that's worth more than all the gold and precious jewels in the world. Just to know that you gave up a prized possession is proof enough that you love me. I've always loved you, Blanche. I may holler and rant and act like a first-class crumb sometimes, but you never doubted that I loved you, did you? No, John. It's been seven years, honey, most of it uphill. I haven't showered you with diamonds or bought any yachts, but I try not to deny you anything. I suppose you have your little faults, what woman hasn't, or what man either, for that matter. We're both pretty sensitive people. Maybe that's why we beef so much. Still, I don't think we're any worse than any other married couple. At least we have a safety valve, and we can let off steam. Some of the others just carry it inside until the break comes. No, Blanche, I like it this way, and I love you more than anything on earth. John. Hey, hey, cut that out. I'll prove how much I love you. Where is that liver or rice pudding or whatever it is you made? (laughs) It's liver. I'll eat every bit of it if it kills me. Let's go. Merry Christmas, darling. Merry Christmas. Good night, John.
You pilots, get off of my lawn. We're trying to do a radio show down here. It's a Tom Sumner program, don't you know? Go on. Go on, get out of here. <laughs>